0: Welcome to this week's episode of Baseball Family. Today we have a few moves before spring training. Red Sox, Hard Knocks, and teams we love right now.
1: Nine Plus Us presents the Baseball Together Podcast with your hosts, Blackjack Brad and Kansas City Little Big Briggy Blue Eyes. And now, Baseball Together.
0: Welcome to this week's episode of the Baseball Together Podcast. Baseball Family, my name is Brad and I will be driving this ship today with our co-captain, Brig, how are you today, Mr. Brig? Ahoy, oh, Captain, I'm great. Ahoy oh, hoy. <laughs> Let us set sail. I've I got see you the uh, the flag, yeah. I did hoist the flag <laughs> today. I'm not planning on um you know not giving any quarter, but we'll see what happens. We're just gonna okay. we're just gonna go with the flow here, see how it goes. Okay. We'll you, see. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. So public service announcement for everyone first things first spring training is these are games folks games are nine days away from the drop of this episode and pitchers and catchers report in one day that's tomorrow for all you actuaries and brig we are under 45 days from opening day count them 44
1: oh baby
0: less than a month and a half that is so exciting! It's bangerang, Rufio. <laughs> bangerang, Peter. Yes, it is. <laughs> so, get so yourself exciting. ready. I'm ready. Briggs, ready. Right. I'm, ready. I'm wearing. Yeah. That's why part of. I'm wearing my Mariners, my new Mariners jersey today. My City oh, Connect. It's so good because I'm I'm ready to roll. Let's get this thing started. Okay, That'd let's get this big. show started, Brig. Let's do some warm stove news. A few moves before spring training. Like I said, pitchers and catchers report tomorrow. Couldn't be more excited. Um, first things first, the Astros, they did actually extend Jose Altuve. They gave him five years, $125 million, Finally. heading into his age 34 season. So this obviously means he's going to retire an Astro because they certainly are not going to trade him during this this time because his trade value would be probably about like this, right? Mm-hmm. Like that. For sure. But I I think that the the move with this is just, hey, thanks for everything you've done for us. We don't care if you never make another all-star team. We don't care if we never win it. Well, obviously, they'd like to win another title with him, but he doesn't have to. Your number is going in the rafters when you're done, and we want you to be our guy forever, which I think is cool. Good for them. Good for him. Yeah.
1: I should say, I love that that tradition exists. I love... The sentiment around the league. Mm-hmm. I don't always love the Astros and their decision-making.
0: <laughs> we know I'm that. We're still
1: waiting for Alex Bregman to get his deal. So, they say they're
0: going to. They say it's going to um, happen.
1: But, okay, but, let me ask you this question. Okay. From the outside looking in, right, because we're not Astros fans, my question to you right. is, do you extend, sign, whatever you want to call it, do you seal the deal... With Bregman before Altuve or Altuve before Bregman? You're the general manager for a day. Which one do you do first?
0: Um, I think, I think that they're doing it in the right order. Okay. I think you do it with Altuve and then you do it with that with Bregman because this is the thing: is that Altuve from the I don't know if from the beginning, but he's always been an inspirational story and kind of been the heartbeat of that clubhouse, for right? Sure. Like when he's out, when he's been out with injury, they have not done well, for whatever reason. He's a second baseman who has average speed with plus plus pop, right? Hundred percent. That's a great, yeah. But what he what he brings that dugout and that clubhouse is apparently enormous, and so I think he's your guy. I think Bregman understands that he's your guy. Altuve was the guy that everybody in the clubhouse said he was the only one who didn't do it. He didn't do it. He didn't. He didn't have anything to do with trash cans. He told us he didn't want to do it, right? That's yes. that's what they which, say. That's what they say. Which should have been their first clue that like maybe we shouldn't be doing this, right? Yeah, right. But I don't know. I think I think it's the right order. I don't think Bregman sees it as any kind of. Will see it as any kind of slight, anything like that, because I think he understands where Altuve is in the in the pantheon of. Lifer Houston Astros and where he fits next and is going to fit next in line if he signs that lifer deal, yeah, you know what's coming up and and it's up to him and maybe he'll just be like nah, I kind of want to test the free agent market and see how things go. Could, totally could. Because it's worked out so for I George Springer, it it's kind of worked out for Carlos Correa as well. For sure, I just looked it up.
1: Altuve's been with the club since 2011. Uh-huh. Um, Bregman. Has only been with the club since 2016, so yeah. there is a seniority esque precedent there. Yeah. I, for whatever reason, in my head, I was under the impression that they were
0: no. doing this riding the train at the same time. No, they. Yeah, like you said, Altuve's been there several years longer. He's, I mean, he's considerably yeah. older. How old is Alex Bregman? Oh, cool. He's thanks thanks what around 30. Yeah, I thought you might have that. Well, I he's twenty nine. He's twenty nine. <laughs> I had it. So if he gets a long term deal with them, which I doubt because our GM has said specifically he doesn't like long term deals. It's true. Right? The new GM. But if he yeah. gets a five. But if they give him an, him a five year deal as well, he's in his mid thirties and they're getting all of it. And then at that point, they can give him a goodwill contract for the end of his career. Totally. If they want, well, to. well,
1: they'll get prime
0: Bregman. I mean, yeah. they've been getting prime Bregman, but they'll get more of it. They'll continue to get prime Bregman. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yep. yeah. And I wonder if it's one if it's one of those things where even they were to give him a five year deal with a with an option at the end to extend another few years, something like mm, that, three, four, yeah. something like yeah. that. Yeah, that's what I'd do. A little a little
1: escalator situation.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly right.
1: But cool. what we're talking good about,
0: Altuve, is what I yeah, say. We just been sitting him. around waiting for it to happen. So this is, mm-hmm. yeah. But while we're talking about the uh, what I called the goodwill contract, uh, the Dodgers re signed Clayton Kershaw for one year, $5 million, with a player option for 2025. So if he decides what? he wants to come back and play warm one more year, because he's not even going to be back until July. Yeah, it's June, July right? at this point. Yeah. yeah. So if he comes maybe back to decides...
1: maybe even after the All Star break, honestly. That's kind of what
0: I was thinking, yeah. About the he's old. Break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against it. Yeah. We're old, but you know, for twenty twenty-five, he wants to. So yeah, good for him. I think that's cool because he deserves to be a dodger for life, and they understand that obviously. Oh, and yeah. then he likes it there. So I think it's good. I think it's cool. Good for him. Yeah. Another guy I'm happy got a deal was Jonathan India with the Reds. I would love it if they would just trade him to Seattle, but I guess that's <laughs> not gonna happen right now. Uh, but they avoided arbitration with a two year eight point eight million dollar deal he was the nl mvp he was their everyday second baseman until this last year and it looks like this year he's going to start the season as the dh whoa yeah i like it for him that's cool cool. that's a good spot
1: yeah yeah it's awesome i'm just glad they saw his value
0: well they there was so much talk about them trading him last year like so much talk yeah and i was and that's why i was just like I mean i did like I half an this. episode on yeah, like pleading <laughs> for jerry depoto <laughs> to trade for him <laughs> but yeah, i guess you... not gonna happen though like i said um vlad guerrero jr got he won his arbitration mm-hmm. 19.9 million dollars good for him and then the brewers signed el gary sanchez to a one-year seven million dollar deal they did that's interesting to me that A they signed him and B he went there cuz they still have William Contreras. Contreras or William, yeah, William. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. Is is he going to be their DH?
1: Or is he going to platoon and be the the leadership guy, the
0: experience guy? So, I I have a hard time seeing him sign as a backup catcher. I don't feel like that fits his personality.
1: Yeah, but his personality fits playing Major League Baseball, and right now that's all he's going to get. Yeah. That's my
0: argument. My so argument I just pulled this up. He's so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. and I, I, I misread a headline, so I'm not going to share that. But anyway... No, I, I don't know. I don't see it working out well for either of those guys because he and Contreras are both going to want starting reps. And I don't see a 50-50 situation because that doesn't make a, lot, a whole lot of sense. No. Unless you're like, you catch the 1-2 pitcher, you catch the 4-5 pitcher, and you'll split time with three. No. 1-2 pitcher, 4-5. No. Yeah, I don't see that working out well for anybody. No. Although, I will say this, Brig. You get to because this is a this is a one year seven million dollar deal. That's pretty easy to cut bait with. You yep. get into September, then you're you. like, we want to roll with one catcher. You or mid-August, even mm-hmm. you cut bait with Gary Sanchez, make William Contreras your everyday catcher, and you bring in a cheap backup to catch getaway days. Yep. Or you trade him if he's had enough reps to prove
1: himself for a trade piece at the deadline, then they flip him.
0: Yeah, flip him for a couple flip, flip him for a bat and a backup catcher.
1: A bat. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That Here's the work. other thing though. We've seen Milwaukee make some weird moves already. So, I am not either they're seeing stuff we're not seeing or they're cuckoo for cocoa puffs. I don't know what's
0: which is which. I don't know. It felt when they traded Hater like they might have been a little bit cuckoo for Coco Puffs, but that kind of worked out for him a little bit. Yeah, but that's that's exactly. That's because that. <laughs>
1: I don't know how else to put it. That's exactly what I'm saying. It's like we don't know which way the tips are going to fall because every time we... uh we think we've we've gone left maybe it's right but we still don't know we only time yeah i don't know
0: it's they're gonna be an interesting team to watch this year yeah Uh, they're always kind of an interesting team to watch but they have a different manager this year so i don't know that's what i'm worried about like all of this new stuff that's happening it makes you
1: wonder it's just a head scratcher
0: it really is Okay, let's talk about streaming services for a couple minutes here, Brig, because this is super fascinating to me. ESPN, Fox, and WB Discovery announced they're building an all-in-one sports streaming platform, a one-stop shop for sports. This could be either, like, really, really great or just absolutely wreck the money that's going into professional sports. I don't know which it's going to be, I, but I'm here for it. So this We're is set watch. to launch this <laughs> okay. fall. But it still doesn't have a name, so we don't know what we're getting. Like, eventually it's going to drop, like, all sports net worldwide is going to drop whatever on us. We're like, oh, is this is this the one? Okay, take my money. Because mm-hmm. it's going to include, Brig, it's going to include everything. I'm not kidding when I say this. NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, WNBA, NASCAR, college sports mostly football and basketball i'm sure although this weekend we did watch some college lacrosse at our house because there was nothing else on there wasn't we we, said we did some of that nothing on saturday (laughs) (laughs) it will also have golf tennis and the fifa world cup because fox has the rights to that america needs more fifa world cup let's be honest you're you're right there Uh commercial free sports baby um, so it's going to have all these channels. It's going to have ESPN, ESPN2, ESPNU, ESPN8, The Ocho, SEC Network, ACC Network, ESPN News, ABC, Fox, FS1, FS2, FS3, FS25, Big Ten Network, TNT, TBS, True TV, and just for good measure, you will also get ESPN+. Plus. Whoa. With an option to bundle Disney+, Plus, Hulu, and Max. Whoa. Did you catch the extra networks I threw in there for you, Brick? Yeah. <laughs> I can't I wait for no
1: My glove's not big enough to catch all that. <laughs> in fact, warn me next time.
0: <laughs> I'll bring out the old but, first base mitt. <laughs> this is crazy, though.
1: Like, how That's are they going to get
0: everything under one roof? I don't know how they're going to be able to. Like, first off, how are Fox and ESPN going to play nice? That was one of my first questions <laughs> ah. <laughs> because their recent history has not been great. Yeah, oh, no, we're gonna poach this guy, we're gonna poach that guy, we will poach yeah. this guy as well, and we will also be contrarian. You say up, we will say down. Like, that's the way it's been. The ESPN Fox, ESPN and Fox for a little while, they are not so bad. But for several years, that's how it, it was, was. For a while, it was. Yeah, it was really. Yeah, they thing. were pulling the entire ESPN audience away, and I wonder if this is a way for them to be like, okay, ceasefire. Let's work mm-hmm. together, and we'll all make more money. They would, and
1: that is true. That is whoever brokered the deal at the boardroom between the two companies. That they are brilliant because that I think I happened.
0: think WB Discovery was like Switzerland here right oh (laughs) come on now fellas we can all get along (laughs) (laughs) oh man i think that's how that went down i'm excited for this it'll be really cool it could eventually end up saving sports fans a ton of money in the end depending on how much it costs or that's the
1: only thing that matters to me yeah yeah honestly Yep. Here's the other thing that is interesting all because Disney has their foot in this and maybe even shadow governs the entire thing. Let's be honest. If that's the case, because they're buying the whole world, the uh, it's, and this is very tangential, but it makes me wonder because Amazon has also been doing all this stuff and they have bought in uh, to the diamond sports fiasco and saved them a bunch of money and got the streaming rights for those. I also just uh, turned on. We wanted to watch the last bit of a film tonight, and we okay. turned on Amazon Prime Video, and I got an announcement that said, "Oh, by the way, your Prime membership now will include free videos, but with ads."
0: And yeah, if you want I've to noticed. Great away too. from
1: the ads, you can. Yeah, but it'll cost you, and I'm like, okay, so your amazon's going to alienate their their audience a little bit by making those kinds of decisions and disney and in their group over here is going to absorb all of that i don't think
0: they all thought and planned this disney plus has ads now too they do just yeah like just at the beginning of like if you watch a movie or a show or something it's just at the beginning it's not like any big deal i feel like it's more for like their stuff you know remember how disney channel used to just run commercials for their stuff yeah, yeah i feel yeah. Like it's kind of that same thing but it's okay. there nonetheless like you have to watch something right right before but i thing. i wonder if this is like collateral damage for the baseball deal though right that's exactly what i'm saying is this all coming up and they're like
1: how can we come up with this money look we'll just do this little spin we've been thinking about doing it anyway but this one upgrade that we're gonna produce that we're gonna push down to our our end users, they're going to end up paying us back for this baseball deal.
0: You know what though, man? Like when it comes to watching sports, I do not care if there are ads, put them on there by all means. I understand. It's a necessary it's yes. a necessary evil. And I would rather have something moving on the screen, like an ad playing on the screen during, like between innings or mm-hmm. during a timeout in a basketball game or football game, than just mm-hmm. have the screen that says, We'll be back. Because sometimes that screen time. freezes and it never yeah. comes back. You're sitting there you 15 know. minutes later, yeah. like, What's going on?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right.
0: right? <laughs> and if there's a commercial, you can at least track time a little bit and be like, Okay three 30 second periods four or five we're getting into seven now i might need to refresh this feed to get back yeah. into the game right but yeah. if it's just the the thing going <laughs> you lose complete track of time it like hypnotizes you so so here's i don't mind it during sports either but when they're pushing it
1: into movies and different cyber entertainment yeah, like that that's the problem but i do think they touch i don't have all the details right now it just feels like it's not a coincidence. But I think it's interesting is that the timing of this decision with Amazon and the deal they made with Diamond juxtaposed against the completely coincidental thing going on with Disney and this group. I just think nobody planned on this, but it's going to work out. And I'll bet Disney comes out on top of this one.
0: Well, they always do. Well, but it's Disney or Amazon.
1: And right now they're directly competing in this situation. So that's interesting.
0: Until the day when they merge, I know, but they won't because <laughs> one of them's going to buy Walmart first. You just watch. Oh, could you imagine, bro? It's going to be Disney. It's going to happen. Amazon already has their stuff, unless Amazon wants to streamline. I don't know. That's a whole different conversation for an entirely hey, <laughs> different show. But that's bananas. I had never thought of that. Yeah, just wait. I don't I'm know sure if we'll Sam Walton's but... kids
1: just can't wait to sell. Too. It's going to be maybe <laughs> not in our lifetime,
0: but you just wait for it. <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> Amazon and Disney will own the entire world. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of streaming services, though, Brig. Okay. Let's talk a little bit more about streaming services. Let's talk about Netflix because we haven't gone there yet. No, finally, they're filming a docu series with the Red Sox this season. They've mm-hmm. been wor- apparently they've been working with the Red Sox for like eighteen months almost to get this thing all together. And um so the team said that they ultimately left it up to the players whether they not want whether or not they wanted to do it. They've been bringing it to them like, hey, if, if you guys say no, we're not gonna do this. Right. And the players said they were down for it. And I remember seeing this this whole thing at first and being like, it's like hard knocks. So it's like the Red Sox would so be like soft knocks, but they specifically <laughs> said that it's not gonna be like hard knocks it will be actually it, more like soft knocks bring they should because, just call it fungo fungo <laughs> <laughs> you said soft knock <laughs> so But it is going to be more like soft knocks than hard knocks. I read this. I was like, oh, that's what they should call it. Because they said that it's not going to be like all access in season. Like Hmm. this happened this week, so you're going to watch it next week kind of thing. These are human interest stories about the players. They want you to get to know the Boston Red Sox. But the funny thing about it, Brig, is that it's not airing this year. It's not airing until 2025. So – The Red Sox are, yes, they're doing publicity for themselves, but by doing human interest stories about their players, whatever guys like the country falls in love with, say it's January, come spring training, come February of 2025, we've all watched this docuseries and been like, that dude got cut, where is he now? Yeah. He's going to Detroit, I'm going to watch Detroit because he was my favorite player on Soft Knocks. Yep. That's right. So they're doing, yes, it's like a great PR thing for them, but it's going to be Mm -hmm. even better for the players because that's who you're going to get to know. Bingo. Okay. Okay, listen. There
1: are so many people in my life who are on the fringes of baseball fandom, okay? But their favorite thing in the world is players' backstories, right? where they came from, what they've overcome to get there. I can't I can't express how uh, in love my mom fell with Anthony Rizzo in 2016.
0: The world hearing about
1: everything that he's gone through to that brought him to that point. I mean, I know everybody else did. But after that, she was she bought a Rizzo jersey and she's a Red Sox fan. Right. And she was like, I'm all in on this Anthony Rizzo guy. It didn't matter what the team was, man. It was the guy.
0: Right, and that's what I'm saying is that yeah, this is going to be great, better for the players than the team, which I love. Yeah, I I, love I that. think that's that's going to be excellent. Who was the other one? Uh, Papelbon. John came back Papelbon. Can- Yeah, came back and yeah. uh, came back from cancer and ended up being like a key contributor in the World Series for Red Sox. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see. There's gonna be some player who becomes America's sweetheart, and he's probably gonna be a low level player who is just busting it every day trying to stay up at the big league level with the club, and yeah. then he's going to end up somewhere else the next year and it'll be better for him that he's going to get more endorsement deals. He's going to become like the new Travis Kelsey. Well, the world needs more of that. Granted, he's a Hall of Famer, but. Kelsey? Fame. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, The the fame will follow him, though, because yeah. we're going to get to know him. Yeah. No, I agree. And who knows, maybe he'll end up dating like a Kardashian or something. I don't know. Well, well, look, <laughs> we got to get Taylor Swift to a baseball game. Okay, I don't know. I've said it
1: before, <laughs> yeah. but I'll say it again. I don't know what we got to do. Rob Manfred,
0: I'm it. sure, is like calling her people up. What will it take? What will it take? <laughs> Travis Kelsey played baseball in high school. We know he likes yeah. baseball. Just get him to a Royals. Get, get, him, our, get him to a Royals game. Yeah. We What's need eyeballs. We got color for everybody. What's your favorite color? <laughs> The thir- Who's
1: the 13th team in baseball history? Who's the 13th one?
0: <laughs> exactly. that's, yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah, that would be funny. Rob Manfred trying to get Taylor Swift to a baseball game. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> but so so there is another documentary, though, another Red Sox documentary. It's going to be coming out actually later this year about the 2014 because apparently that horse has not yet been beaten to death. No, of course not. Why would it be? Uh, I think ESPN did three documentaries about that team already, and now Netflix is going to do one? Like, Don't get me wrong. I was pulling hard for those Red Sox because I called it, first off. And second, I wanted them to break the curse. But I'm over it. (laughs) I guess you can be like, I guess it's like a fresh perspective. Like, hey, next generation, check this out. Right? 20th anniversary. I guess you could say that. Or you could just go, hey, ESPN, can we buy the rights? I guess they're not going to sell the rights to 30 for 30. But just go to ESPN Plus and watch the 30 for 30. Listen, here's one thing I'm
1: going to say. I believe that Netflix will outperform on production value and storytelling the ESPN efforts to date. No
0: way. You don't think so? No, no, no. (laughs) not the 30 for 30 brig. No way. Okay, the 30 for 30 was fabulous.
1: But I'm saying Netflix storytelling, the standard they hold their play, their team to for storytelling and production value is very high.
0: If they can do if they can be as good at this as American Nightmare was, where you think that there's somebody who is the villain on this team and ends up being if you can paint Johnny Damon as a villain. <laughs> Did, did you, you watch anything? that documentary, Honestly, Brig? American Nightmare. No, no, I did not. I was convinced was convinced the boyfriend did it the first two episodes. Really? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. It was like, dude, he's so shady.
1: That's how they the did, did a good job. Was.
0: Oh, I remember that one too. Yeah,
1: yeah. It was just like
0: yeah, yeah. you are convinced. They had you convinced. That's what I'm they saying. Gotta, I think they got to paint Johnny Damon as a villain for the first two thirds of the season, and then if they can bring him <laughs> back around. <laughs> Here's the thing though. I think this is an interesting, uh,
1: I think this is interesting for a number of reasons. Like I've already made my claim about production value and storytelling, but I think that some of those players have been far enough removed that their tongues are loosening a little bit. We've seen Jonathan Papelbon Mm -hmm. do that. We've seen other players maybe loosen up and not be so close. They're not so it's not, you don't have the recency timidity, and Dustin Pedroia is a first ballot opportunity for the Hall of Fame. Like, there's a lot going on here.
0: Well, Pedroia wasn't on that team. He Not wasn't on 2014? He's on 2017.
1: Seven. That's what it was. Yeah. Oh, that hurts my heart for him. <laughs> I
0: love that guy. I always forget that. In my head,
1: he's been around I will never like pregnant. It's the same thing. He's an institution there. He's been around the whole right. time.
0: I'll never forget that because in – uh, I I started playing MLB the Show oh seven, and I, yeah. my player got drafted by the Red Sox and was in the minor league system. Yeah, playing with Pedroia, batting behind Pedroia in the batting order. No, I will insane. never forget that he like debuted in 07.
1: Anyway, well, <laughs> baseball family, you know how much I pay attention to the Red Sox. Apparently, so.
0: <laughs> I mean, it was twenty years ago. I have blocked
1: out the 2004 situation.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, you should. You should. I would as well. (laughs) All right. Let's move on from. Let's move on from the Red Sox. Okay. So there's an interesting thing going on over the last couple weeks. Okay. Oh. Um. Bauer. Yeah. Let's do that. There we go. Trevor Bauer has been doing somewhat of a media tour. He's been on a couple podcasts over the last couple weeks, Mm. saying that he. First off, just he just wants to play, he wants to get into major back into major league baseball. He's willing to pitch for the league minimum. Yeah. Which I don't blame him. He's made quite a bit of money. Right? And yeah. I'm sure he's been pretty smart with it for the most part. Oh I say a lot so. of those guys are. And the league minimum is nothing to snub your nose at. But he says, give him the league minimum. If it doesn't work out, cut him. And he has no qualms. He's like it is so easy for you to get out of this contract. No problem whatsoever. Yeah. Before we get into the next part of this, Brig, though, I want to know do you think it would be worth it to bring in Trevor Bauer for the league minimum for every team, most teams, some teams, no teams? Is he washed? Well, he's not washed. I don't think he's washed either.
1: No, I don't think that enters the argument at all. No. Right. I think if it's a raw tryout and you could blindfold everybody, or or maybe put a bag over his head and so nobody knew it was him or something, I think that his performance alone would raise eyebrows. I don't think that's right? the problem. Yeah, yeah, that's not the problem. The problem is is the allegations and the history and the, the what it's going to look like. Oh, this is this
0: is this is my thing with this brig. He was found innocent in the court of law, and there have been guys oh, yeah. who have been found guilty of worse things similar or worse things who are still in the league and serve shorter suspensions as well. Listen, that's my big thing with this whole thing.
1: I am right there with you. I have, I have, I hold the exact same opinion. And if major league baseball continues to hold him accountable for things that he was found innocent of, that's a huge problem. Mm-hmm. If then other teams continue to hold him accountable because they are getting pressure from the institution of Major League Baseball, which I assume is what's going on. what so it feels like then, then that's a problem. Mm-hmm. My question is, who are the who which club is the equivalent of the 1970s and 80s Raiders right now in Major League Baseball? Who is the team mm. that will sign anybody? That is willing to be the villain, or is willing to be the the come all meritocracy, rough and tumble team. And the the I'll give you the answer: there isn't one, right? And that's that's the problem, right? Because there is not this looming Darth Vader presence like Al Davis was in Major League Baseball. It's
0: too neat. It's too well, tiny. It was at one point. It was George Steinbrenner was the. It loo- was. I mean, they, we refer, we refer to the Yankees as the Empire, the evil Empire, right? Yeah. But at the same time, though, George Steinbrenner, I don't think would have brought him in if Rob Manfred is like, I don't know if you should do that. Like he was, he was a little bit of a, a cowboy and a gunslinger. I'll give him that. Where he was, sure was going against against some of the status quo and things like that. But I still don't yeah. think that if. The league was telling him we don't want this guy in the league, I don't think he would have brought him in. I, I don't, don't think know. he would have been, I don't think he would have made the Al Davis move.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying we don't have that personality in baseball right now.
0: And well, it's, the thing that's funny too is like you say that and it's kind of like the Astros had a chance to do it. They did. But they didn't have the personalities in Clubhouse to do it. That's right. And so they're just like, well, they had some of them. Yeah. I, I, I don't, don't want to do that. Yeah, not enough, guys.
1: Uh, I think and no, not the front office to do it either. No, not the front office. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, okay, here's okay. I'm gonna go out on a limb. I don't think it's on a limb. I'm gonna just come right at you. If I'm the athletics, I'm that's who I'm that's the deal I'm going for, is the athletics. If I'm Trevor Bauer. And if I'm the athletics, I'm going after Trevor Bauer. Because They have literally nothing to lose. Nothing. They don't have a lot of money. (laughs) They don't have a lot of money. No big deal. If any team in the league right now is willing to take a gamble with the fan sentiment, with the league's opinion of them, with whatever money they still have to their name, you can stack up every factor that you might want to consider. And the athletics are the team that needs to sign Trevor Bauer.
0: You're right. Absolutely nothing to lose.
1: Not one thing.
0: How are the fans going to boycott if they don't show up anyway?
1: Dude, it's, and even if they do, they'll get, they'll get a terrific pitcher or, or he'll get shelled and then everybody will go, see, we told you so. And it doesn't matter. Trevor Bauer wins. The league wins. The team wins. The fans win. Everybody wins. Let the man play put him in Oakland until they find a way to go to Vegas, which the courts just issued an injunction against or something. And then now it's a, no, it's just it's getting worse. Be such a mess. <laughs> it's a total mess. But if I, but this is the perfect seam for Trevor Bauer to, to slide right into. You're right. And you, give him, you give him one good year with the athletics and this will all disappear.
0: Yep. Yeah. And you know what will happen is if he is lights out and completely dominant as a number 5 pitcher even with the Athletics, they trade him. Trade him to a contender in July. I guarantee that happens.
1: Yeah, and you watch Major League Baseball consider him the sweetheart. You watch them paint him as a Cinderella story of redemption and recovery, and they will just paint the – most beautiful picture ever, and they will eat so much crow and it'll come right back to bite them. You just wait. This is exactly what needs to happen
0: 100%. Well, and here's the other thing, too, Brig. Is that so? I was watching him on a podcast and he was talking about how um people would get so upset at him for like calling guys out and doing the thing where he would shut one eye and do the sword and everything like that. He's like, Yeah, I'm trying to create interest here, I'm trying to make storylines. Because it's hard to make storylines when you play every single day, right? The NFL does a great job, a beautiful job, building up storylines every single week. This is the game. is the game you want to see these two last place teams play because. And you're like, oh, dude, I got to watch that game, right? right. Every single week they do it. Major League Baseball does not do a very good job. Of building up storylines, if it's not the Yankees and Red Sox, if it's not the Dodgers and Giants, the Dodgers and the Angels, the Yankees and I don't know, pretty much just the Yankees and Red Sox. Anybody, right? yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah but because
1: the, the league isn't doing that. The yes, network is
0: doing that. The Yankees, yes, network doing is doing it. Fans are doing it. Fans well, are fans are doing. It. You're right. right. Yes.
1: The only, love, the only
0: thing Major League Baseball has done over the last decade to create must-see TV was not punish the Astros. And then we only got a 60-game season out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, how poorly executed is that? And then the next year it was like, well, you know, yeah. Like, Major League Baseball can't even follow through with their own storylines right now. Like, their marketing team is a mess. It's a mess. This would be the best storyline. The A's would be must see TV. And yeah, they would, there'd be butts in seats. Whether Every people want to boo him, whether they yep. want to cheer him on. Yep. You're right. Oakland, make it happen. Put him there. See yeah. what happens. So, so this is the other thing I want to talk about with, with this, though, was that we talked about Jonathan Papelbon a minute ago. And mm-hmm. now we're going to bridge the gap. break. He Ooh, said like that. that he would pay Trevor Bowers minimum salary if the Red Sox signed him. Oh, see, my man, like nothing to I told lose you, in Boston. I told you he was loosening up. <laughs> yeah. Nothing <laughs> to lose in amazing. Boston. They're yeah, never going to
1: hire him in Boston. It's okay. No, but
0: especially it, with shooting a series. <laughs> yeah.
1: Exactly. It's <laughs> never going to happen. Uh, no, at least not this season, but yeah. yes, that's a hundred percent true. Uh, my question is, and I'm trying to look this up. What is the term on his contract with the Yokohama Bay Stars? Uh,
0: I think it was he, a one year deal. He's, yeah, that's
1: what it. That's what it looks like.
0: Yeah, he's he's a free, he is a full free agent. He can sign he anywhere job he wants. Hunting. Yeah. Yep. And this and one last thing on this brig, if Alex Rodriguez can go from what he was to what he is now. I don't understand why Trevor Bauer can't, unless MLB is just going to squash the whole thing.
1: Okay, which it but seems like listen, they're really
0: trying to. Listen, even Pete
1: Rose has an entire faction right. of fans <laughs> who does. do not care. They will, they will say, "I don't care what the evidence shows. I don't care what you want to say. He has the most hits of any baseball player who ever lived." he you know immediate hall of fame player like they will go to bat pun intended for Pete Rose all day long you're right so i'm saying that that i'm stepping up to the plate for trevor bauer because like just like everything we've said just everything yeah everything yep
0: yep come on oakland right.
1: <laughs> slash salt lake city slash vegas
0: slash wherever else they end up in the next five years okay um one more uh let's do just a couple more things here so first off batting practice hats were released Mm -hmm. this this last week and i want to talk about them i do too go ahead so we're just gonna be quick with them because we've done we did a full entire episode of hats last week and so we're just gonna be quick so It's funny, Brig. I think you pointed this out. It's funny seeing what they decided to go with for batting practice versus spring training. Yeah, because these hats are made out of the exact same material. It's kind of like that, like Cool Base. Yeah, like really, really comfortable material. Um, Mm -hmm. The Padres hat is what you said the. It's the Padres hat is what you said the, their spring training hat should be. It is. It's exactly. I got my wish. Yep, you did. Um, I'm gonna go to the mariner's hat just real quick. I yeah. like it, um, but it also has been available at the team store for like five years. At least, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so it's boring nothing new. at this point. yeah, there's nothing That's new weird. here.
1: Yeah. Can we talk about the A's hat though? While we've been talking about the A's, like that is so
0: clean, dude. I love the elephant. Yeah, they need to embrace the elephant more. Maybe they'll do that when they go to Vegas. Yeah, they'll uh, they'll embrace the elephant. Can okay, my favorite though on this entire thing. Can we talk about the Marlins hat? Oh, it's so good here. If you're watching, yeah, it is. (laughs) So for
1: those of you listening, it's got a black visor. the The entire crown is white. The Marlin is outlined in that '90s teal color, and then so are the pinstripes up and down the crown. Squatchy's black eyelets are white. It's fabulous.
0: Yeah, I love that hat. That's super cool. Anything yeah. looks absolutely terrible to you here besides Detroit? I'm not a
1: fan of Philly's hat. I'm just not. Uh, I I think the Fanatic is fun. I, I love that they're leaning into it and embracing it. But uh-huh. if I was to say the one that looks out of place, that's the first one that jumps out.
0: It does. Um, it looks like a kid's hat.
1: It does, which I don't yeah. mind. I don't mind, right. but it's not my favorite of the bunch. Um, I think that the White Sox cap is going to get less attention than it deserves because it's awesome. Mm-hmm. It um, and then the Milwaukee one is awkward, in my opinion.
0: What well, can I find the Milwaukee one on there? Because
1: it's awkward. It looks like, <laughs> I don't know, it's, it's next to St. Louis. It's below Miami, and it's above San Diego.
0: Oh, that's why I couldn't find it. Yeah, it's weird. It's like,
1: it's
0: a, weird. It's like a bat and broom Batten Brewer or something. I don't it's know. A bat and it's a Batten Brew odd. or
1: something, but it's a it's a royal blue visor, mm-hmm. and it's got that powdered blue crown, and then there's a yeah. swinging batsman in white yep. and yellow on the front.
0: I yep. just think it's strange. It's, it is strange. Um, the D backs out they nailed it. I just nailed gotta say it. that. Crushed. That's absolutely crushed. It. Okay. It.
1: Go ahead. Dodgers? Why do they have two?
0: Or move on. Why the do hell the Dodgers have two? I don't know.
1: I don't know, and the Mets don't have one, by the way. They just—it's <laughs> yeah. the same as their spring training cap. They just took off the twenty-four with the cactus on it. That's the only thing, or the uh, or maybe they're
0: gonna wear their spring training hat. No, it's
1: got a patch. The spring training oh, one it? has a patch, in these. Oh ones no, no, no I That's know. The-
0: so I'm saying maybe they're just gonna wear their spring training hat for batting practice this year. Yeah, maybe. I don't know.
1: Um, okay, so baseball family, I did something fun. Okay, can I you asked to take this my down? kids. No, keep it up. I asked my kids which ones were their favorite and which ones they hated.
0: (laughs) Oh, what'd they say?
1: Yeah. Okay, so Alyssa said that her least favorite ones, let's see, did I get these right? No, her favorite ones are Baltimore. In this order, these are the ones she pointed out in order. Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Toronto, Tampa Bay, and Denver.
0: Denver looks good. The purple with the black pins. Yeah, that looks good. It's nice. I like Toronto's hat. That's good. She she said that the ones that she can't
1: stand, I'm like, which ones do you hate? Give me a handful. She says she hates Philly. She hates the Cubs one because she thinks it's boring. She did not like Miami. <laughs> you got some work to <laughs> do, Greg. She agrees with me that San Francisco's is just terrible.
0: <laughs> yeah. That logo's too bulky. Like I'm fine with like a big logo, but that one's just so...
1: <laughs> I
0: don't
1: love it. Uh, and it doesn't jump. It's like maybe bright orange letters or something, not the background. I don't know. So, okay, then I asked Olivia the same questions. Olivia said uh-huh. that she loves, in this order, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Miami, Tampa Bay, and San Diego. Those are her favorites. The ones that she hates are... Oakland, the gray Dodgers cap, okay. Phillies, Detroit's, and then with a very knowing snicker, she said the Boston had cap. She hates it. And she laughed at, <laughs> at me and gave me a high five. <laughs> <laughs> that was totally unprovoked. She's like, That's I so hate funny. that one. And they gave me a high five.
0: <laughs> you need to show them the potential for what a Pittsburgh hat can be, Brig. Oh, and yeah. I bet it will change their minds.
1: Yeah. That's pretty loud Pittsburgh cap though there with the stars. I, I don't so hate it. I like the old school like pillbox hats. I think are fabulous. Yeah, I get the them.
0: pillbox style, but it's not a pillbox hat. it just it's, it's got not. lines on it to make it like a pillbox hat. And yeah. it's I don't like it. It's trying too
1: hard to to be something it should be and is not.
0: Exactly right. You but I thought it'd be fun on. to tell
1: you what my kids thought because there's cool. There's I there. like that. I like that. Yeah.
0: All right, let's talk umpires for a couple minutes. And we need to move on. It, Okay, Jen, is it Powell? Jen Powell? I, I don't know.
1: Powell. Powell or Powell? Anyway, P-A-W-O-L, baseball family. Powell. Let's She go has
0: received a 2024 spring training assignment. She's been in the minor leagues for eight years. Um, she's officially been promoted to crew chief at the A level and looks to become the first woman to umpire a regular season major league baseball game. Yeah. This is huge. Huge. And one of the things that I think is crazy about this is that the NBA has had women refereeing their games for literally decades yeah. now at this yeah. point. The NFL has had women refereeing their games for about a decade now. Mm-hmm. And Years. Major League Baseball is finally getting on board with this. I think it's great. It's Is it too late? Yes. Way. But Way. Part of the reason for that is because it's an old man's club, the umpiring club game is it is and that's that's what I wanted
1: to talk about you it's like it's like being on the Supreme Court right you either have to willfully resign knowing you're never gonna get back there again or you gotta die to get out of the as
0: evidenced by the fact that Angel Hernandez continues to umpire games correct correct
1: they the the umpires union has got to be among the strongest unions in the history of
0: unions like, seriously, that and the MLB Players Association.
1: Well, the Players Association, yeah, but it even that comes under fire way more than the Umpires Union does. Like, at least they're forced into negotiations, and the public has some opinion on what's going on. Nobody has a clue what's going on behind closed doors with the Umpires Association.
0: No, clue. nobody. No idea. Yeah. We don't have a clue.
1: <laughs> and they yeah, keep it, it that well
0: way.
1: <laughs> yes, it's but, absurd.
0: So there is a shot, though. I think there is a shot for Jen. We're going to call it Jen Pal For Jen okay. Powell to make it to the major leagues because we have two umpires retiring. Jeff Nelson at 58 years old and Ed Hickox at 61 years old. So there's wow. a couple openings there. And if she performs yeah. well during spring training as a crew chief, then we could see her at the big league level come the end of march which would be very cool i wonder if
1: they'll let her be a crew chief in spring training i know they will this season in triple a um it'll be interesting to see it'll be interesting to see
0: yeah i honestly if i was planning on promoting somebody to the big league level or wanted to see what they were capable of i would make them a crew chief in spring training
1: oh yeah I think that's
0: the that's the move totally so even even for- if you have more like even if you have big league umpires on that crew yeah. Have her be the crew chief to see how she manages that. It's great. So go for it. I think it's awesome. Good for her. Last good thing for, her, for baseball. Last thing, Major League Baseball, possibly headed to Portland, Oregon. We've talked about this a lot over the last few years. Yeah. But the Portland Diamond Project is pushing really, really hard. They've put like 50 million dollars in the last couple of weeks down to get property in Beaverton, which for those of you who don't know is out west of mm-hmm portland um suburban area great spot for a ballpark you have the light rail goes out there i'm sure that they've picked a spot that's close to the light rail it would be really easy for people to get to the game not a whole lot of traffic and i think beaverton beaverton Tigert Hillsboro, all of those are great spots for big league parks yeah. and i would yeah, love I think it it's awesome they'll probably I I have is i don't think that there's the corporate money in portland to do it unless unless phil knight says Yes, I will buy a baseball team. There you go. The only, only way. Honestly, as long
1: as it gets sponsored by Powell's Books, I'm good. I'm. I will be <laughs> there. I think I there. Think it's
0: there will be a Powell's. There will be and a Voodoo Donut. They'll, yeah. they'll both have signs out on, on the prem. Wall. Yeah. You. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh well, no! I need a bookstore in this ballpark in the
0: stadium. Yeah, that, that I is need an extension of Powell's.
1: Do. I need a satellite Powell's in left field in the corner.
0: That would be a very Portland thing to do. Have a little nook where you can sit, and there's like books and stuff. You can, hey, keep it down. I'm trying to read. Hey, excuse me.
1: Do you have any baseball books? Of course. (laughs) (laughs) It's next to the board games.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If if any if any team is going to have a bookstore in the stadium, it would definitely be a Portland baseball team. Yeah, for sure. And I'm (laughs)
1: here for it. Like or mine. (laughs) Got to get those hipsters
0: of the game somehow. Bring.
1: Bro, you can play d and watch on the field level
0: from outside. It'll be awesome, man. You know what? Nothing against D. It just could do both. <laughs> you know what, dude? So this was a crazy thing. So where the Portland Timbers, I think it's the same place where the Portland Timbers play or used to play, it used to be a baseball, a baseball stadium where they have their minor league teams play. Yeah. And the left field wall was a lot like the monster, a lot like the Green Monsters, really tall. Yeah. But the difference is the stadium was down in the ground is on like basically underground and any ball that went had any distance to it to left field, like any home run ball had any distance to it was going to end up in the street. You could walk by on the sidewalk (laughs) and watch the game. That's awesome. Like down into the stadium. It was cool. I
1: love ballparks that are built under like that. They could, they they excavate down. I think it's super cool. Well,
0: they had to is either that, or they just have this great big, massive wall, you know, that, what meant nothing to anybody other than just like, Oh, there's a baseball stadium on the other side of that. Instead. It's like, you're walking along the top of it just as a pedestrian. It was cool. That's way cool. Yeah. I loved it. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to talk about teams that we love, but before we do that, baseball family, we want to tell you about one of our favorite things, because one of the things we like to ask our guests is what is their favorite sunflower seed flavor? Well, Mine, personally, it kind of varies. Today, I'm going to go with Smokehouse Barbecue. Brig is always and forever going to be Parmesan and Pepper with yeah. Chinook cedary Because we love them so much, we actually reached out to Chinook to ask if we could partner with them and get you the best seeds ever at a discounted price, and it worked. So hop onto ChinookCedary.com, use code BTPOD at checkout to get 10% off your order and support the show. You can get Jalapeno Ranch, Smokehouse Barbecue, Hatch chili, lemon pepper, cinnamon toast, which is the truth. Dill pickle and parmesan and pepper. Again, BT Pot at checkout to get ten percent off your order to support the show and get the best seeds ever. We'll be right back.
1: Welcome back, baseball family. We wanted to talk about teams we love because we love teams and we know you love teams. But and it's Valentine's Day this week, Brig oh yeah did you forget i did <laughs> but don't worry i got myself covered like a month ago oh good <laughs> it's probably like two months ago let's be completely honest but uh, yeah because <laughs> i knew this would happen <laughs> there you go that's good I'd be like that's good it's wednesday already oh no <laughs> <laughs> so so anyway. i
0: figured i figured yeah we do teams we love because it's valentine's yeah. day and also there we already go. did teams we hate So, Well, that's a fact. So Brad has cooked
1: up this idea. He's cooked up some rules. Uh, I was unprepared
0: for these rules, and so are you, I'm sure. So
1: Brad's (laughs) going to tell us what they are.
0: Okay. So everybody has teams they pull for besides their own. Like, I'm a Mariners fan, obviously. Brig is a Yankees fan, obviously. If you're new to the show, you can see that, and you've heard it already as we talk. But we're allowed to pick other teams to cheer for but you're not allowed to pick a division rival within these confines of this game. If you do, you're okay. automatically disqualified from being a bit nay, a sports fan brig. <laughs> should you choose a division rival to fit in one of these qualifiers? Here are the qualifiers. Okay. You can pick a cross country right. team in your league. If you're okay. in the middle of the country, you have free range, West or East. Okay. You can pick a team in the other league. We are fans of AL teams, so we're going to pick fan teams of within the National League, within the NL. Okay. And then you can also pick a rotating team each year that you pull for and want to do well. Does that make rotating sense? Rotating team. Rotating team. Similar to the rotating playoff opponent that you hate, but right. in contrast, this is a rotating team each year. that You look at them and you're like, you know, they're going to be a lot of fun to watch. I'd like to see them do well.
1: Yeah 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 yeah. i like that okay i have a couple of questions i have a couple of sure answers our baseball family will also have questions <laughs> so the the first two stipulations make a lot of sense it's the rotating one that i have a question for because like i have had a different team for the last three years like let's just I'm that's why just it's a rotating
0: between. team it's just So which one do you want
1: to hear about? Do you want to hear about my 2023 rotation or do you want to hear about the last? Do you have a
0: team for 2024 yet? No. Okay. Then give us your 2023 team. Maybe we'll come back. Maybe what we'll do is we'll revisit this before the season. We do our meaningless predictions and you can say, this is my rotating team. And that's what we'll do every year. We'll share our rotating team. Love.
1: Love entirely. Brad okay cool (laughs) okay so the team i was pulling for okay got it going into the 2023 season okay i can do that
0: okay all right do you want to start with your cross-country team in the american league that you pull for yes yes and this is going to
1: come as quite a shock to some of you okay uh but i pull for seattle (laughs) <laughs> and I appreciate that, Brick. <laughs> yeah. I do it because of Brad. Um, I also do it because of Ken Griffey Jr. And uh, Brad, that's it. That's the, those, honestly, if I think about American League teams across the country, um, I am hard pressed because when the Yankees travel to the West Coast, they do poorly often. Not all the time, but it's usually pretty tough on us. So, I don't like a lot of West Coast American League teams.
0: I get it. I get because it. Because
1: it's just not okay for us. But if I did have I to like pick one.
0: one
1: Yeah, if I if I had to pick one, I I'm telling you it's it's Seattle for sure.
0: And and Julio as well, I'm sure. Sorry, I said point, that wrong. Yeah. Julio! Julio! Yeah. At this point,
1: that's my guy for sure.
0: Yeah. Cool. I dig it. I like it a lot. Yeah, you I like it a whole lot, bro. i really, yeah. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to break your heart though because and I think you know this. Yeah, I know my this. I don't know what you're going to say, but I know this. It is not is not the Yankees. Yeah, oh. It is yeah, however no. the Orioles. Ah. Whom I'm not allowed to pick. You are not allowed to pick. You will be disavowed <laughs> as a sports fan should you pick the <laughs> Orioles. <laughs> no, I would never you're your fan card will be revoked forever. <laughs> but we have talked a lot of times though about why this Orioles team is worth cheering for. Correct. Because, and you know what, they might be. They probably should have been in my rotating because I haven't been like cheering for the Orioles like ever until like the last couple of years. But it's because right. they're a lot of fun to watch. I like Cedric Mullins. I like Adley Rutschman. Right. Yeah. For sure. Like Gunner I like Gunnar Henderson. Yes, they're a fun team to watch. They're tons of young talent and they're coming for the al east oh yeah coming for it and they've got something to prove that they're not just a flash in the pan they're not just like not just a hundred win team right but that they're gonna go out there and they they're hungry this year i'm sure that they want to make a a run in the playoffs and i'm pulling for them because there's been a lot of years where that team's been really bad new ownership new infusion of energy and money let's be honest with that right Yes. So I would like to see Baltimore do well because they spent so many years in the basement. They Yes, they've had their peaks, but their values have been low, 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 low. Real low. Yeah, and nobody hates an underdog story. Like, nobody. That's right. Yep. I
1: love it.
0: Okay, okay. give us your team in the other league. Who's your NL team? Okay. So, it's not that complicated. Okay.
1: It's the Cubs. Okay. It's the Cubs for a couple of reasons. Um, The 2016 push and success was intoxicating. Like, honestly, if you weren't a baseball fan, then it's okay. Just go watch a documentary. (laughs) If you are really interested in all the human interest side of things, it's okay. Go read Cubs way. It's the great, it's one of the best baseball books I've ever read in my life. Mm -hmm. It, chronicles how that team was built in 2016 it tells all the human interest stories for the key players and personalities both on the field and off the field literally magical the stars aligned the whole thing that's 2016 i was recovering from my first back surgery my wife was pregnant And so we did a whole bunch of sitting around (laughs) and we already watched a lot of baseball, but we watched a lot of baseball that year. And um, I just was stuck in that recliner, just trying to remind myself that things were going to be okay. And she was stuck in her chair trying to remind herself that things were going to be okay. I got the stronger I got, the more mobile i got the less mobile she got and the more the weaker she got so we went on this cross path it was hilarious so uh our daughter olivia was born in october on the 3rd they you know made their push through the playoffs and into the world series um my wife became a major cubs fan at the time and so we still even after her passing we still root for the cubs when the national league teams are Especially when the Cubs are doing well, but that's our National League team.
0: Right on, I can dig it. Yeah, yeah, man. So my my National League team, uh, it's it's pretty simple. I mean, I'm local to a National League team, Mm -hmm. so I feel a lot like a front runner saying that I'm a Diamondbacks fan in a way. Mm -hmm. But I I do I I make sure that like I use the caveat like so you like the Diamondbacks? Well, like just because I'm local, right? Right. Like, I'll cheer for them when they play 28 teams. But when they play Seattle, I'm a diehard Mariners fan, and I hope that those Diamondbacks die like dogs every single time. (laughs) But the next day, when they're playing the Padres, I'm going to cheer for the Diamondbacks, because that's how I roll, being a local fan of the Diamondbacks. (laughs) Tell us,
1: we will die like dogs. (laughs) You will die like dogs.
0: (laughs) 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 You know, you know. But I do know. <laughs> I knew if anybody did. You movie,
1: shot the yeah. Invisible Swordsman.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part of the movie. I crack up so hard every single time. <laughs> Baseball family, if you caught that movie reference, we need to be friends, okay? <laughs>
1: because that is one of the best comedies I've ever seen in my
0: life. So good. Oh. So yeah, my my NL team is the Diamondbacks. With the caveat no. that if, when they play the Mariners, I will not cheer for the Diamondbacks. Yeah, still. yeah. So Same. I don't. It's the same. Okay, so who was your rotating team in 2023 that you were pulling for? It was Atlanta.
1: For sure. I'm also local to the Braves area, the Braves country, right? I wouldn't say local. I'm not as local as you are. You're local in the, the market. I mean, if, but I'm, if you had cable, that's who you'd be watching. It, well, or they'd be blacked out. <laughs> well, yeah. There's so yeah. Yeah, for sure. Man. Like when when we go down to we when we want to watch Major League Baseball, we drive a couple hours to Atlanta. So um definitely what going into last season, I was pulling for the Braves. I thought they were an inevitability. I thought they was just a force of nature. And the the we called them Thanos
0: at one point, didn't we?
1: Yeah, like the juice around here was really thick and intense and I loved it. Like so that was my rotation last year, for sure.
0: I can dig it. I like it. That's crazy to think about that. Like I've never in my life been as close to a major league baseball team as I am now. Like I'm like 15 minutes from chase field for sure. And it's bananas. It's so crazy. Just being like, like first pitches in 45 minutes. Let's roll. Yeah. It's totally different. And we're there early. It's a completely different experience. It's cool.
1: Yeah. You're lucky to be that close. We, we have to make a day of it but it's still fabulous it's everything it's supposed to be and just love it man yeah plus the battery is the bomb dude like oh when you come out here next time we've got to find a way to go down there because it is so awesome
0: that's cool and i've been wanting to go to a braves game for like 30 years I'm not even kidding you. yeah i was gonna say since chipper <laughs> jones and tbs and <laughs> <laughs> terry pendleton baby
1: yeah because that's when <laughs> i started it really enjoying the braves i was like 10 9 10 and that was yeah, the only we all team on the, yeah, That was the only
0: team on TV. So, all the time. I used to have this little like dice and magnets like baseball game where you'd like move yeah, magnets. Right? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, and I, yeah, They yeah. were red and they were blue, and the Braves were always red, and the Mariners were always blue. And I knew both lineups top to bottom. Like, okay, <laughs> here comes Dave Justice batting. Here comes you know, here comes Fred McGriff. Awesome. So always. awesome! That's how I played that game. But all right, so your team is the Braves, and I I would assume that would be your rotating team a lot for that reason,
1: right? Um it 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 changes. It changes, but I mm-hmm. I my rotating I I did go back a few years to try and track it and my rotating team throughout the years is often a national league team, I found.
0: Yeah, mine too. Mine okay. too. And I think that comes from a lot the fact that like us being fans of american league teams it's like you go to the central it's like i hope they crush these guys go to the east yeah i want them to smoke every one of these guys and obviously the division you know but yeah yeah just because there's so much competition especially as teams that have been on like the yankees have kind of been on the fringe of the wild card over the last few years the mariners have been in the hunt for wild card you don't want anybody to win any games in the american league no no so i think that you're bitter by then yeah yeah here's do you okay Okay, you still have yours. Sorry,
1: I'll wait. I got another question. I think Where's everybody knows. Rotating? Like,
0: so my rotating team last year is going to be the same team as this year. I'm, I'm a Reds fan this year, man. Yeah, I'm excited for the Reds. I was excited for the Reds last year. I am super excited for them this year to have some more, some more experience under their belts and to go in and I think they can contend for the Central. I think you're and right. I'm pulling for them because they only missed the playoffs by like a game last year. Yeah, I think I
1: you're absolutely right.
0: I think that division might be theirs. If it's not, I'm confused. <laughs> if it's not, I think they'll make the wild card. I think I think getting a full season of Ellie De La Cruz is going to be so good. And gosh, oh, yeah. dang, I I love watching that team though. They're so exciting. They're so much fun. And it goes yeah. back. Too, I thought we talked about was it 2020, 2021 about how we'd never seen a group that made losing look so much fun as like yeah Yasha Puig and Derek Dietrich and those guys? That's right. I think but that's what it started for, right? Yeah, doing party pumps in the dugout. Yeah, yeah, baby. That was so much fun. <laughs> the blast, yeah. And, and Sonny Elder Gray Ray was, really was on that
1: team. So you yep. That was awesome, dude. Yep.
0: Okay, so do you
1: have an honorable mention? Do you have like a
0: an honorable mention as far as like yeah. a rotating team yeah um probably the marlins for mm. no other reason than like i like to see those colors on the field
1: yeah see that's that's kind of where i was headed with it's just do you have just a team that you're like you know it's kind of nice when they're there it's like
0: so the marlins being on the east coast and me being like we're in the pacific time zone during baseball season and so four o'clock in the afternoon the marlins are like always on exactly And they're a team that it's easy to sit down and watch because i really don't care if they win or they lose but when you've been watching a four o'clock marlins game just about every day for three months you start to care oh yeah Right? Because that's the common denominator. that <laughs> You're watching them play teams from the Central and the West and obviously the East, right? Mm-hmm. And as you watch them, the Marlins become the common denominator. So it's like, i kind of like to see them win today. Yep. And those alternate teals are sick. Oh, totally.
1: So my honorable mention, and this is going to be heresy to all the purists out there, because I did say I was a Cubs fan. Uh, But I love the Cardinals like I love them. I know there's all this hatred and they hate each other and there's bitterness and it's all this like I know everybody's hair just stood on end. I got it. But I love the Cardinals. I love their culture. I love the organization. The ballpark is exquisite. Exquisite. The backdrop is amazing. Their kids area. If you have kids, you go to the kids area. They have some really great ballpark hot dogs, which is a huge deal for me. Um, some of the best ballpark hot dogs I've ever had in
0: baseball were at Bush. Wasn't in Orem? So, it wasn't in Orem? No. <laughs> it was not
1: in Orem. <laughs> uh, Brad. <laughs> That is literally the most offensive thing you ever said to me in my life. <laughs> hey, you know I know.
0: That's why I say I that. Know you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I've talked about this before, Brig. That my <laughs> summer with the Ormals, I ate probably 10 more hot dogs than I should have, assuming that eventually they would get better, and they never <laughs> did. They might have gotten worse yeah. as the season went.
1: They definitely got worse, I promise. Dude, I was there. So. <laughs> so bad <laughs> for those of you who have not listened or watched the show the Orem is called owls. back to probably
0: four or five years ago
1: <laughs> yeah the the oram owls used to be the rookie uh affiliate of the angels back in oram utah and they used to sublet or or sublease or co-op or whatever you want to call it the ballpark uh on the university uh Just don't call it utah Valley university or. campus
0: what I said, just don't call it Brent Brown ballpark. Don't. I almost don't lost ballpark. my job as an intern for doing You that. did it as an intern. <laughs> like my second day. <laughs> it's not Brent Brown ballpark. We don't bring
1: him up. It's the ballpark. The it's the ballpark <laughs> on the Utah Valley University campus. And uh, yeah, it's
0: go Wolverines. You know, so I so. me and the couple guys I was in the booth with, because we, my job was to write the post-game story. Right. right, And so I was with the guy doing StatCast and the guy running the the um, the Rapsodo, or it's not the Rapsodo, whatever it is, the Pitchcom. Oh, or... TrackMan. TrackMan, yes. He was running the TrackMan system for the Angels. So he's an Angels employee, but he was assigned to the Owls. So the three of us would sit in the booth, the only air-conditioned room in the entire stadium just about. Mm-hmm. And and we yeah. would sit there for like, Brick, I'm not kidding you. It was like weeks. We sat there and we're just like, the home of the Owls sucks. What should we call this place? And we brainstormed and brainstormed forever. Then finally, the three geniuses that we were it took us so long. We we're like, the nest. We need to call this place the nest. The nest. <laughs> <laughs> it took us weeks to come up with the nest. <laughs> How and have we, you we, never told me this story? I don't know. But so <laughs> we we're like, the yes, this place needs to be called the nest. Because we thought like the perch, you know, yeah. the barnyard, whatever. The, yeah, I was going to say barn. Yeah. Yeah. And so we came up with the nest and we took it to the general manager like, hey, we decided we don't like the name the home of the house because it's too generic. It's not catchy enough. So we thought we should call this place the nest. And he just looks at us and goes, no. And then he walked (laughs) off. (laughs) Like, No. (laughs) Weeks. Weeks of effort down the drain. (laughs) Oh, it was so bad.
1: But. So for those of you wondering, the, the Orem Owls are no longer there. They have now moved to Northern Colorado. They play in Windsor, Colorado, and they are an independent league team. So they're the Northern Colorado. part of the Colorado Pioneer League, Olympics. though. They are. And no longer Angels colors either. They've changed their color scheme. No. The color scheme is now navy blue, gold, silver, and white. That's a lot. Which is the only thing they changed was the red. The silver and the red are the only differences.
0: Hmm. Okay. Cool. Cause it's gold Good and there. white
1: and blue. So they changed red to silver. That's it.
0: Yeah. Well, cool. Good for them. Okay. Nice yeah Okay. Very nice for you. okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, baseball family, thank you for joining us. Um, let us know about the teams you love. Like I said, in the spirit of Valentine's day, we thought we'd spread some love this week instead of hatred. Like we did a few weeks ago. Uh, but let us know the teams you love your cross, your cross country team in your league your team from the other league and then a rotating team each year that you like to pull for. If that, you think that's crazy. or it's just like, I have my team and that is the end of it. Then let us know that as well, because okay. maybe we're soft because we will cheer for other teams. But when you have a team that doesn't make the playoffs for 20 years, you got to find ways to stay interested. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that's where the team shopping episode comes from every year too (laughs) that's (laughs) right that was brad's inspiration (laughs) he's like you know what i do every year but anyway let us know down in the comments drop it right out of his ears (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like the pensive yep yeah there it is (laughs) (laughs) drop drop us something in the mailbag we would love to hear it and respond to it um if you want to follow the show on social media you can, social media you can reach us on tiktok at baseball the number Two together and instagram at baseball together as well support the show on patreon we have t- five tiers of support um they're what the cheapest one is cheaper than your bougie cups of coffee break way right?
1: cheaper than this the, the t- bottom two tiers are cheaper than my cheapest coffee. The bottom
0: two are cheaper you could combine you, the two
1: and it would still be cheaper.
0: So the bottom three, then five, ten, and fifteen dollars. No, so wait, we have four, no, tiers we four. Have sorry, because we have one dollar and a five dollar. Oh, you're right. Okay. So if we, if you took six bucks
1: on and did it on Patreon, that's cheaper than one of my bougie coffees,
0: and sure. that's only once a month, too. Instead and of... we'll send you a sticker awesome. and we'll get you other stuff. And, you, and if you, if you, you join that $500 a month level the commissioner tier there are some pretty fun promises in there and brig intends to fulfill every single one of them for you oh yeah anyway baseball family thank you for holding on there with us and hanging in with the shenanigans we'll catch you next week